if they ask you, how are you? Well, if you're having a really bad day, right. you know, just say, this is a really rough day. I'm, I'm not liking where I am in life right now. So thank you for joining us for another episode of the Bridge Podcast. We are so glad that you chose to sit down and have a discussion with us, this time about grief, specifically surviving the holidays. Denise, you're here this this day to talk with us about grief. It's good to have you. And thank you. Good to be here. Mark has also joined us, both of you on-air hosts for the Bridge. And uh, Mark does a lot of the production for the podcast episodes. We're so grateful for that, for sure. Mm-hmm. He, I would, mo- he does mostly all the production. Mostly, yeah. I would. I think I would butcher it. I don't know if you know. That's something outside of my capability. Yeah. <laughs> so, appreciate you, Mark, and also we appreciate our sponsor, Boardwalk Plaza Hotel and Victoria's Restaurant. You don't have to travel far to get away from it all. In fact, just steps away from the beach is Victoria's Restaurant and Boardwalk Plaza Hotel. You can look out over the entire expanse of Rehoboth Beach and see, I mean, it's beautiful. You know, the dolphins are moving by and the tourists are traveling. But it's a wonderful, wonderful place to go. And uh, being that it's right in our own backyard, it's something you should check out. Visit online at boardwalkplaza.com. Take a look at everything they have to offer. Now, we are going to talk about the topic of grief today. It's something that Mm. at one point or another is going to touch every life. Sure. And um, healing from grief is not easy. No, and it it does impact all of us in one way or another. We either lose someone that we love or we walk alongside someone who's Mm -hmm. lost someone Mm -hmm. that they love. And so it's important to know just really how how do we deal with grief on Mm -hmm. on all those different levels. And I'm struck by the fact that it's not just grief over the loss of a loved one who's passed away or the friend of a loved one. Um, You can experience loss and grief over a lot of different yeah. things. Uh, you, you can lose a job that you, you've had yep. for 20 or 30 years. Yep. You could lose a spouse through divorce or separation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, certainly even a move while you might think, wow, a new start, a new beginning. But some some moves are unexpected and some moves feel forced. And even when you take that, that leap to move because it's uh, something you anticipate and want to try something new, uh, there is going to be a sense of loss because your old routines are gone, your familiar faces and familiar uh, support systems are gone. Mm-hmm. And so that's where this idea of loss and grief start to overwhelm us. And we need to look for resources that will bolster us, encourage us, and, and keep yeah. us moving forward. Yeah. Fortunately, there are a lot of resources out mm-hmm. there available, uh, which is wonderful. Yeah, I would say the number one resource is the Bible, the Word of God that speaks such hope to us. And uh, God's promises are true. And if he showed up for you in the past, you can have faith to know that he'll show up for you today and tomorrow Mm -hmm. and the next day. And sometimes you just have to walk through grief minute by minute. So holding on to his word is really powerful. Now, grief in and of itself, um, while it's going to, you know, be something you have to confront in your life, some of the points in time where grief can become most palpable are at the holidays. Mm -hmm. And, um significant holidays in our lives are full of memories and they're full of joy and they're full of um, tradition that become very bittersweet when they're blended with grief. So from the time of about October through December, uh, there are a lot of holidays that get piled on Mm -hmm. and a lot of memories that people are, you know, that are revisiting. Um, And not, you were saying earlier that it's not only when we lose someone 
uh, right during that time of year. Like we lose someone close to the holiday. I know uh, just recently my father passed away uh, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and that was a very tough transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately, we have a whole lot. He had a whole lot of grandkids. And so <laughs> kids tend to pull your attention away from yeah. some things that you, you know, yeah. uh, that could drag you down. And, and so we kept some of the traditions alive and that helped us to all move through it together as a family. Sure. Um, but then, you know, there are other holidays throughout the year. It, it doesn't have to be someone passing away right next to a holiday. Mm-hmm. You were saying that a lot of times that person could pass away at any point in the year. Yeah. But when you get to the holiday. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Because you've had different things that you've experienced together. Mm-hmm. And now there's that that hole, you know, and especially the first year of loss, you have a first time for every mm-hmm. holiday, every special day, every birthday, anniversary. Um, yeah. And so um, one of the things I think would be um, maybe you'd think, I just want to. I just want to ignore this holiday. I'm mm, just going right. to stay in bed, avoid everyone. I don't want to have to deal with it because it's too painful. Um, but I I think it's good to be honest with people who are maybe inviting you to come for a holiday and say, I, I'm going to give you a tentative yes, but give me the opportunity to, to just, I have out. to know mm-hmm. how I feel on that day, you know, because yep. grief is just mm. one of those things that's sneaky. Yes, and yep. it has triggers, you know, that that mm-hmm. can can remind you, and when you least expect it, and you could that's think right. that you're going along really great, and, and then that through song the process, plays. and then something happens. Yep, yeah, the song plays, or you see a picture, or a movie comes up, mm-hmm. and it was one of your favorites that you watched together. Yeah, like some days. You just have to get out of the house. You can't be by yourself mm-hmm. in in that time, and then, but but on the on the turn of a dime, it's like nope, nope. I have to stay home today. Yeah. I cannot mm-hmm. function yeah. around other. I need to handle this. Yeah, yeah. There is I think a great, grace is important in mm-hmm. the process that we give each other grace. Give each other grace. That. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Whether you're grieving or whether you're uh, supporting someone who's grieving, sure. grace will abound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Needs to. So we dug in uh, all together and found some great resources that we wanted to share with you. And um, uh, Norman Wright, uh, he was the founder or uh, organizer of Grief Share. Is that correct? I believe so. He's one of the main uh, speakers. If you've ever been through the Grief Share program, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a variety of videos and uh, comfort and connection mm-hmm. with other people in a grief share program mm-hmm. many churches offer that and uh, Norman shares a little bit of the story of what brought that to ha- you know to be because he realized that uh, grieving is a it, I mean it's a part of life but we need help we all need help to get through that process I would expect to feel some pain in the holiday season for several years. We don't talk about grief in terms of weeks or months. We talk about it in terms of years. And so there's a residual effect. Um, The pain may diminish. On the other hand, there might be a situation where two or three years after the death of a loved one, because of other factors that are occurring in the family, the pain might be intensified. And this is not abnormal. And 
if you go into the holiday season realizing that, you know, it's going to be a blending of hurt and joy. It's been 24 years since my son Matthew died. And each year, at least twice a year, something triggers me off. It could be a song, it could be a picture, it could be an experience, maybe sitting with a family that's lost a child with a disability like I did. And all of a sudden, it whelms up and hits me. And I just go with it and say, this is normal. So I find it so interesting that he says it takes years mm-hmm. to move through grief. And then yeah. 24 years for him, he's yeah. still moving through grief. At times, I'm sure he's filled with joy. There are great memories with his son that he revels in. But then, like he said, every now and then, a I, trigger, something will come up. Yeah, I th- I think that uh, grief sometimes, especially when we get further along and and we have more good days than mm. bad, we might look at all of a sudden when a trigger happens and we have a really bad day or maybe a couple of bad days, mm-hmm. we feel like, I thought I was doing so much better. We, it's like a, a lost hope. Yes, right. I'm never going to get never gonna over Never going to get past this, yeah. And um, we're never going to get over a loss. No. I mean... It's something that will be, it's, it's just part of the fabric of our life. Yes. When someone's been part of our life, they're not gone. We just, normal is different. Yes. You know, it becomes yeah. a different kind of normal. And so putting those pieces together is, uh, it's a part of your journey. Mm-hmm. I can recall when um, our family was hit, you know, by death in certain times that <clears throat> I can recall that um, feeling like, okay, you know, there's a lot that goes into the whole process mm-hmm. of saying goodbye to a loved one, of moving through the funeral process of, of you know, the burial and, and then the days and weeks after that. But in, in one aspect, you're thinking, got to get through it, got to get through it, got to get through it, check that off, move through this, mm-hmm. move through that. Okay, I'm almost done. There's the finish line and I can get back to normal. Mm-hmm. And that can be a, a long process, days and weeks. Mm-hmm. And you think, fine, as soon as that's over, I'll be clear. But that's not the case. Mm-hmm. It's not just a short-term feeling. It's not just a short-term effort. Grief is going to stay with you for some time. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah, It's okay to work through that in, in your own time. You know, when I, when I hear him say, you know, it's been 24 years since my son died. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm 28. Yeah. You know, and so what I'm hearing, like when you say new normal, Denise, Mm -hmm. like, like grief just is normal. Mm -hmm. You know, it'll be more intense in in certain pockets of of your life, but Mm -hmm. it's not something to be ashamed of. And and we should really, when you said Mm -hmm. grace, we should have grace for everyone at at any point in time, 10 years from when someone passes away or when a, a relationship kind of falls apart mm-hmm. we, we need to have that grace and understand that that's just that's just life and not mm-hmm. not in the mean way that oh that's just life no, yeah like suck it up right like, like mm-hmm. that is that is a part yeah i love how you said it. it's a it's part part of your, your fabric of your being it's it who is. you are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that whole grace process is not just uh grace for others but grace for ourselves mm. too you know, that, okay, mm. I did have a bad day today. Today was hard, but I, I can't stay here. 
Right. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that has helped for the losses that I've grieved, telling stories, Mm. finding someone that you can just sit with a cup of coffee and remember. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to remember. And another thing about that is that grieving process has different layers and different levels. So you might be angry at one point. You might be numb. Mm -hmm. You know, you might be mad. You might be very sad and where just you can't even go um, five minutes without crying. It's all it's all part of the process of healing. Yeah. And uh, remembering is a beautiful part of that. A fun way that um, we remember. So Christmas was always such a poignant time. Just so many things to celebrate, yeah. you know. But in our family, a time with my grandparents at Christmas was so special. And I can remember that, you know, we would have all of these ornaments and things that we would help them decorate Mm -hmm. their tree. They would have decorations that last. I mean, my goodness, like from the 60s and, you know, 50s and 60s that last year after year, they're up every year, you know, right where they're going to (laughs) be. And I can recall there were these um, little like an angel chime candle display right so the heat from the candle would turn this tiny brass fan oh, and yeah. on yeah. the brass fan were these tiny angels and they each had a little be- a little uh, thing that would ding the bell as it went mm-hmm. by love that ever since i was a little boy well the christmas following uh my grandmother passing um i thought you know what there was only ever one of those in the house let me see if i can find them somewhere hmm. and i did i found some online and so i bought one for each of my siblings and for my mom Aww. and gave that to them that girl of course you know you tear up <laughs> yes yeah it's bittersweet sure right yeah but it's good to remember mm-hmm. and it's good to bring that out at the holidays and remember mm-hmm. the time that you spent with them mm-hmm. during the holidays especially you have to grab hold of techniques that are going to help you survive that grief when it wells up so there's another video that Grief Share uh, put together. We want to take a look at some of those top four ways that you can, that can help you survive the holidays. The first is to really to plan and prioritize what is important. If I had to pick two or maybe three things that I wanted to do this holiday, what would they be? Holidays can be frantic when we're not grieving and when we're tired and fatigued from grieving, it's all the harder. And so to just really have lower expectations of yourself, I don't have to do it all. I don't even have to do much. I need to do good self-care. The third one is to really evaluate how much do I want to involve people in these in these activities and how much privacy do I need to just be by myself because it takes energy to be with people and and to be able to face something as emotional and sentimental as the holidays. And the last one is to keep in perspective the meaning of the holiday. We have holidays for reasons. What is the real important religious significance for you as a grieving person? What does it mean to you? So plan and prioritize. Mm-hmm. I mean she hit the nail on the head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, we could do a whole podcast on how to plan and prioritize yeah. everything in your life. Yes. But it's important, isn't it? During a grieving period and during the holidays, we've got a lot coming at us, don't we? I mean, yeah. everything we think that we've got to check mm-hmm. off the list. Um, but when you're in a period of grieving, you won't be able to accomplish everything on your list. Right. And that's okay. 
you just have to pick which ones yeah. are going to surface to the top. Uh, pacing yourself too. Yeah, because if you have one less person in your house this season, you have less help in the house. And so trying to think, all right, it's going to be, the house is going to be decorated just like it was last year. Mm -hmm. Um, But there might be one less set of hands and, and you don't have to put that pressure on yourself. And I also like what, what the video said about picking which events you're going to go to, you know, there's, there's endless events. There are seven, there are 17 Christmas plays happening on every Friday of every uh, of December. Yeah. And <laughs> you just, you can't. already couldn't make it to all of them. <laughs> right. And don't put that pressure on yourself to make it to, to everything this year. Yeah. Pacing yourself too, you know, um, it comes at you quickly, right? That, that frantic mm-hmm. pace that she mentioned, um, making sure that you take time for, I like what she said, self care. Yeah. Boy, that's, that's important. Yeah. And I, I think that if you are walking alongside someone who has suffered that type of loss, that you interject in there, offer to come and help, offer mm, to, yeah. you know, bring dinner over. And I think, because I think one of the things that uh, someone just shared with me in this past week who has suffered a great loss, and she said, my brother just called and said, hey, my wife and I are making dinner and we're coming over. Mm. didn't ask no and uh, obviously you know depending on the level of your friendship or your relationship with that person but (laughs) because there's sometimes we feel uh, like i want to do something but i don't know what to do Mm -hmm. well sometimes they don't need you to do anything but just maybe sit with them yeah and i've also heard that said um the example was cutting grass for a member of the church who lost a spouse or lost someone they Mm -hmm. were in a grieving period that's sometimes people in a state of grief don't know what they need and they don't know how to ask um, because their mind and their heart is so overwhelmed with grief. Yeah. They don't know how you, you offer, Hey, I'll do anything you need. You just let me know. Yeah. They're sometimes not going to come out of their shell to say, yeah, I really need the grass cut or I really need the, you know, the lights put up or yeah. sometimes it takes just inter in injecting yourself into that person's life yeah. and saying, I'm here yeah. to cut your grass. Yeah. Or, you know, they love coffee. Hey, I'm going to stop by and bring your favorite coffee. Mm-hmm. I won't stay very long. Yep. Just want to check in with you. Yep. Give you a hug, you know, spend a few minutes and then leave that to them. How they, where, how, how far they, they want to take spend. it. Yep. Yeah. It's that encouragement. That's yeah. going to help a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like everyone, you know, if someone has a, a surgery or, or, uh, you know, we just had a baby, like people, people know to bring food, Yeah. but right. l- things like the grass, like, right. like little, little things, little big things. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> little yeah. big things. Yeah. It's it, so true. If you can, if you can think what chores get forgotten mm-hmm. when I'm stressed or having a, a, a difficult season, mm-hmm. you know, put yourself in their mm-hmm. shoes and can I vacuum your house today? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it would help. That's a great solution or suggestion. But for yourself, know how much people time versus how much privacy you need. Yeah. Evaluate that. Yeah. Think it through. Again, you know, <laughs> have some grace in your response. Thanks. I would appreciate that meal, but I can't have you stay long. Mm-hmm. Right now, I just need my privacy. Mm-hmm. You know, I really appreciate what yeah. you're doing for me. But right now, I just... Yeah. But also balance that with, 
I need people around me. Yeah. I need mm-hmm. support and I need some interaction yep. and be willing to go out and get it. Um, it, the, the Bible talks so much about relationships, mm-hmm. you know, and yep. it's so easy for us to, to want to isolate ourselves and, and just kind of be in our own little cabin in the woods yeah. and, and cut everyone out of our lives. But if, if you learn anything in scripture, it's that community is important, mm-hmm. right? That, that Absolutely. Jesus doesn't preach how to, how to become, you know, perfect and, and go to heaven on your own. Yeah. Right. It, it always right. involves other people yeah. and, and we need people. Mm-hmm. We need people. So keeping perspective too, she mentioned keeping perspective. And I, and I love that she reminds us that during the holidays, we should ask ourselves what religious significance or which spiritual significance does that holiday have for us? And Christmas especially yeah. is a, is a real high point in the Christian calendar. That's the time when Christ came to earth. He arrived as a baby, but it's bittersweet because he only came so that he could live to die. Mm-hmm. And so even in the gifts that he was given in the manger, some of those gifts were to signify that he was chosen to die. And so when you think about your, the loss of your loved one, they, they were meant to come here, spend some time mm-hmm. and then go back to the father. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I haven't heard that. What's what, what gifts were meant to, um, so he got gold, frankincense and myrrh. Right. And I believe it's myrrh is a perfume that they would, uh, cover a dead body in huh. to reduce the you know, the smell and the sense of death. Mm-hmm. It was a preparation oil or a preparation right. perfume. You just had a baby. I doubt anyone brought over nope. <laughs> any type of, uh, may, you know, maybe, uh, you know, there's nothing that you can think in your mind that you'd give a baby that signified death. Yeah. But for the Christ child. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's, right. that's yeah, why never, he came. Yeah. Never heard that. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of children and, and grief in your household, or in your family, the children that are learning for the first time that death exists mm. do need your help to move through that grieving process. And um, a couple of quick tips from uh, Grief Share are that it's best to communicate and have contact with the child. Don't let them get into isolation on their own mm. and be truthful in your communication. Let them know that death is a thing. It's a real, like you said, a fat part of the fabric of life. Yeah. Be honest. And be open. Use words that will be appropriate for their age group. But be mm-hmm. clear and be honest. Death is real. You know, it's something that we'll all have to face. Right. And you can help them move through that. Another great thing that I thought that they said was that you want to ensure that you bring Christ into the conversation. At that young age, Christ is the best hope that any of us have. But mm-hmm. for that young child, Christ is the absolute pinnacle of the personal relationship that they need to move through this grieving process. Sure. It's how we connect back to the father for eternity. Yeah. So it's actually a really important way to even help them understand how important it is to have a relationship yes. with Jesus. Yeah. Because that means that um, when we are absent from this body on this earth, right. we are present with our father and in heaven. And then we're reconnected with those that we love. Yeah. And that's the hope that we have in Christ. That's right. That's right. So be sure to take time for little ones in your family. Um, you know, when they're facing grief at the holidays too, 
So Denise, uh, Grief Share, like you said, it's a wonderful program mm-hmm. that um, several churches in our area yeah. have uh, this, it's like a group meeting um, 13 week program I people can move through. I think it is a 13 week program. It has a variety of speakers mm-hmm. that talk about different parts of the grieving process and how we can help each other and how we get through it mm-hmm. about triggers. There are all kinds of topics, but they have a special part of it about surviving the holidays. Right. And uh, Grief Share is an amazing, amazing resource to help guide you through it. And, um, you have to pick the timing when it's right for you. Yes. Uh, because the grief process looks different for all of us. So, um, it's not one of those things. As soon as someone loses someone, you say, Hey, you should take, you should jump into this grief share program. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They have to be ready for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like moving to another club or getting into another group. Right. It's not a Bible study right. that you do. You know, like I said before, you don't. It's not a thing to check off your list. Yeah. When the time is right, yeah. that's the time for you to attend. But it is a really strong way for you to hear the truth from the gospel and to hear from other people who have gone through something like you have in mm-hmm. one way or another and have struggled to kind of piece life back together again. And it's a way for you to connect, uh, a way for you to re- be reminded that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You know, that There's a community of, of uh, you have a tribe of people who have suffered as you're suffering and can help encourage you. And then it's interesting because along the process, you realize you're beginning to share your story and encourage Someone, Someone else. else. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they have that Surviving the Holidays program um, closer to major holidays. And I, you know, did a quick search. We've got a lot of churches mm-hmm. in the, the bridge listening area um, that are offering that program right around the, you know, the holidays, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays, especially. Um, so, so we'll link to all of that and make sure that you've got those resources in hand. Were there any other uh, elements that you know, that you wanted to share, Denise, I know that you had brought something from a couple of other resources as well. So, uh, I had a, I found a blog called journey through loss one step at a time. And there were some tips for surviving the holidays. Mm. And there were uh, a couple of things that I've already shared from one of them was the making tentative plans and just saying, I'd love to go, but, uh, and let me give you a tentative. Yes. But that gives you the space and the opportunity to change your mind. If you're just having a really, really, you know, bad day and mm-hmm. and you just can't do it, and that's okay. Mark, I think you hit on being honest mm-hmm. about just, you know, being truthful with others. If they ask you, how are you? Well, if you're having a really bad day, right. you know, just say, this is a really rough day. I'm, I'm not liking where I am in life right now. Mm-hmm. I think we like to all look like what we project on our social media Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's not real life. No, it doesn't diminish you to have a bad day. Exactly. (laughs) It's part Um, of you. Yeah. So it, and it really helps others to know kind of what you need. I know you need some quiet right now, or I need, I know you need a friend. I know you need somebody to come cut your grass Mm -hmm. or cook a meal or bring you coffee or rub your feet. (laughs) I don't have any of those friends. I didn't even know that was up for discussion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, choosing supportive people to be around. So there are some folks that you just know they're going to be either a trigger for you or they're, Mm -hmm. they're like Job's friends. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> there may be one in every crowd. So, um, yeah, surrounding yourself with people who kind of know you, love you, um, and get what you're going through. Um, taking care of yourself. And I loved this one tip, especially that uh, remember to remember that relationships don't end. They just change form. I said that earlier about being normal. That normal just looks different. So tell stories. Remember the things that you loved. Even write the person that you lost. Write them a note. Mm. Write them a letter. Mm. Put your thoughts in a journal. Get it out. Mm -hmm. You know, so you can, because we all process things differently. But keeping it all bottled up is not a good thing. And so uh, if if writing it in a card or a letter can help you, then do it by all means. Honor the person in whatever manner you find helpful to you. That's really good. Well, we appreciate you sitting down to this discussion on grief with us. And we hope that it helps you through the holidays specifically. But also we hope that there are some things here that we've pointed to that you can rely on as resources when you move through a period of grief in your life, no matter what time of year it hits. And if it hits again and again, as you're moving through time, please think about referring back to this podcast or share it with a friend who's moving through a grief period themselves. Mm -hmm. You can be sure to download the bridge mobile app to get the latest podcast episodes. And if you enjoyed this podcast, as I said, share it with a friend or someone who's in need, provide feedback and suggest other show topics. When you email podcast at 887, thebridge.com, you can get complete show notes with links to each of these resources, including grief share and their surviving the holidays program. When you visit our website, 887, thebridge.com. 